But then, what? but then another guy comes, and he's sitting behind me, and I like, and I'll stop any painting that I'm doing. I'll stop and talk for four hours with sure. people because that's why I'm right. Here. That's why you're there. I'm not here to paint. Yep. I'm here to meet this person. Every job that I do, it's not a, it's not about the art. It's a, there's always a reason I'm there. Right. And right. it's always a person because <laughs> that's what we are. We're Christians, and we're supposed to be. Right, light to the world. Yes, salt and so light. So this kid's behind me, uh, probably twenty around that age, and he's just watching me paint. And I seen him, and I went over them, and I just started talking to him, and um, and I couldn't believe it. Even though I asked Jesus for this, I couldn't believe what just happened. Uh, and um, uh, and he tells me he's like, I just give my life to Jesus right now. What? And, and he I'm, hadn't even talked to him. No, no, I didn't get to talk to him <laughs> yet. And I look around, and I'm like, What do you mean? Right. You know, and he's like, I just was watching you and I give my life to Jesus. And I was like, man, I was like, okay, now there's this thing called repentance. And I yeah, started sharing that. And right. he's like, and he's like, I already did that. And I'm like, how? Right. Like, no one was with you. Like, yeah. No one talked to you. He's like, I just came out of Jesus and I repented of just the stuff that I've been doing. Yeah. And I was like, this is crazy. All right, welcome back to Rad Dads, a dad podcast where I, Micah Sherman, interview some of the coolest dads I know who have a big love for their families and an even bigger love for Jesus. Uh, new episodes drop not once, but twice a month. So subscribe on YouTube at Rad Dads and of course, anywhere you listen to podcasts. So here we go. All right, it's time to introduce our Rad Dad of the, of the day. So let's get into the scouting report. So to our guest, uh, the scouting report is where I do a little bit of my research on you, and then you can verify if it's true or outdated or, or completely false. So here we go. Our rad dad was born in um, Los Angeles, California. Um, and at the young age of five, he picked up a skateboard and sketchbook and has not stopped pursuing his artistic calling since. Um, but during that process, uh, he was a technician for Mercedes for 10 years. Uh, doing some painting on the side, and then uh, led eventually to visual marketing um, at Obey. Uh, still painting after work and on weekends, um, and that at one point, um, you felt like you had uh, two full-time jobs, and so with a lot of prayer and mentorship, which I can't he wait to hear that process, uh, made the decision to take the risk and quit those jobs, fully pursue um, your artistic um, passion. Uh, so artistic, his artistic guy was shaped by the graffiti art and cultural saturation, uh, saturating the streets of Santa Monica and Venice. Uh, he loves to work creating murals for large buildings, uh, private residences, parking garages, coffee shops, homeless shelters, music venues, and more. Um, and uh, now you'll seldom find him without a spray can um, in his hand. And currently lives in Santa Ana, and he's, you have been there now for the last 25 years? Uh, is, is it more than 30. that now? Now it's 30 years. Woo! All right. Uh, so uh, without further ado, uh, Damon Lujan, welcome to the show. Yes, yeah, stoked to be here. Stoked awesome. To be here. Yeah, we're looking forward to, to getting into it. So, uh, Damon, what I like to do is I reach out to your family. I've already reached out to your family, and I ask them if they could describe mm -hmm. you in three words, uh, and anything they love about you, what would it be? So 
Your family said that you are funny and creative and compassionate. Um, and uh, I love that they collectively like agreed on these. This is what your family agreed on. And uh, they love that you are always making, uh, making jokes and making every, everything funny. Yes. How do you feel about that? I love it. I love it. That's perfect. That's <laughs> yeah. perfect. That's like, that's like a big thing between me and Jesus is um, like joy is one of the most important fruits to me. Hmm. And that's how I know it's Holy Spirit when, when I feel like I'm being called somewhere. If I, if I see hmm. it's going to be fun, that's a right. huge sign for me. Like that's like how that's Jesus awesome. lets me know like, Oh, this is him. This is it. Yeah. yeah. For me, for me. Yeah. Right. Kind of like his, this is his will. Yeah. yeah. And to yeah. kind of giving you the okay. I like that. Uh, so why don't you tell us a little bit, um, Damon, about your family, what a day in the life um, of Damon Lujan is like. And then I, I know I'm not going to pronounce it right, but your art, artist name is what? Zayo One. Zayo One. So I'd love to hear a little bit of how that started as well. Yeah. yeah. So um, been married to my wife, Michelle. Um, 21 years now. 21 awesome. Years, maybe 22. I'm not good at math. <laughs> um, we have three kids, a uh, 17-year-old daughter, Sydney, 15-year-old daughter, Ginger, and a six-year-old son, Cairo. Um, homeschooled. So cool. they, <clears throat> my wife was a teacher at, um, Calvary Costa Mesa. Oh, no way. So, yeah, yeah. Um, she taught there out of college for three years. And then we had Sydney. Cool. And um, that's when... Actually, Sydney did do kindergarten at Calvary. And um, and then... I, I don't know the reason at the time, but we just ended up deciding homeschooling, and that was the best decision ever. And awesome. so the last... 11 years have been homeschooled at home all right so yeah yeah so good stuff so, and we're gonna get so, into that i i know that yeah, your kids are homeschooled sure. so i'd love to hear more about that yeah so a day in the life is it's, it's so different every day and that's what i love because it, like we we really are at a place where it's um daily it's like okay jesus what are we doing today hmm. you know like what where are we going today who are we meeting who are we talking to yeah and um and that's how every day is for us hmm. is um like it's we'll get into it but we really are living our dream lives awesome and and it's 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 the best it's like when you know who you are in christ you know your identity you know your purpose to see where he does with you daily and where you get to go and it, it's and what you get to see and do and say hmm. it's it's it, it really is the best, you know? That's awesome. Yeah. I love that living the dream life is directly connected for you to what what are we going to do, Lord? Yeah. Is asking yeah. him what, what yeah. are the plans? Yeah. And, and, and like you said earlier in the introduction, um, skateboarding and art has been in my life since I was five years old. Hmm. And still, I'm 46 now, 45 years old. Okay. And... Um, still two of my favorite things you know all right so 40 years later and i'm still doing it and and also custom cars i love custom cars so so jesus like he he and this is for everybody not just for me mm -hmm. is that he knows what we love sure and he wants 
to use you in those scenes in those in that right, world, right. you know. So in the skateboarding, in the art world, and in the lo in the lowrider or the custom car scene, um, that's where he uses me most. Awesome. And that's because that's what I love. Right. You know? So there's so there's a place for, for everyone, and it's not the same. That's why it really does come down to Jesus. What are we doing today? Right. It's not the same as yesterday. Sure. Sure. It's yeah. Not the same as tomorrow, and and it's not the same as what my friends are doing. Sure. Because God has us all doing something different. For sure. And family is always a part of it for me. Right. You know, like, which is why we're so stoked on homeschooling. Like, if I have a mural in San Diego, then the whole family comes and we spend cool. days in San Diego. Oh, I love it. When it's San Francisco, then the whole family goes. We have one. Wherever we go, wherever the mural is, right. the family gets to go. Unless it's, it just doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. But most of the times it does make sense. Right. Yeah. Okay, cool. I love it. So a day in the life is, is different. Sure. Every Today day. Is so different than yesterday. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then how about your artist name? How did that get started? Um, Zayo one. So when I first, oh man, we, yeah, every question I could think of so many stories. Um, <laughs> um, this is when I was still working at Mercedes and I was painting a lot. I fell in love with painting again when okay. I was working at Mercedes. I've always drawn since I was a kid, like okay. comic books and, and letters and just like figures like from comic books I just sure. love drawing that kind of stuff and like you said growing up in Culver City and Venice Beach just seeing graffiti everywhere yeah right I just fell in love with the art on the walls and the colors and the way they what they did with the letters that's sure. what I fell in love with because I'm skating every day and that's all that's around me sure yeah so I just seen it and what it did to me as a kid like as far as like it just like it brought life to, hmm. to, to those areas, seeing the artwork on the walls. Right. That's, that's all I remember, you know, so now that I get to do that every day. But um, Zale one came from when I fell in love with art again. I was painting and I was selling my artwork. And um, and I never, like, this was, this was probably more of a false humility thing. Hmm. I didn't want to put my name on it because I wanted the glory to go to God, but I wanted it to not be about me. Sure. What I was painting. But yeah. My wife was like, hey, but people are paying you for the artwork. You should probably sign something. You mm, know? Yeah, right. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, but, but like, we'll probably get into this more later because the false humility was a big thing, not mm. just in artwork, but in my whole life. Okay. And, um, and so I wasn't signing it. And, um, and I didn't want it to be about, Damon right. wanted to be about God, so I was like, I don't want to write my name. And I never did graffiti growing up. I just it was around me, and I loved it. But graffiti artists choose a name, sure, that's not theirs. And um, and for whatever reason, maybe the the name has a meaning to them. But the word Zale means to live for a higher purpose. Huh. And when I'm signing it, it was too small. It's only three letters. So mm. I wanted, and so I put one at the end because a lot of graffiti artists and did that and I when I as growing up and seeing it I just it just made sense to me so Zale one it, huh. it, in the graffiti world it just means that um that's that's you and there's no other one uh, if there's okay. another one they they can't write Zale one you know uh, they can't write their name plus the one they have to be something two you know, gotcha like they weren't the first one with the name right 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 so, uh, I'm graffiti, sure nobody wants to be two <laughs> yeah, no yeah, yeah. And, and graffiti and tagging is very about pride Mm. and just putting your name up as many times all over the place not caring just so that your name is everywhere sure 
And that's why I think graffiti never really was like I didn't want to be a part of that because even before Jesus, like like God used skateboarding to keep me innocent kind of. Right. Which is crazy. All mm-hmm. I wanted to do was skate and it was never about me. So I didn't really care about me. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really get into graffiti because I knew sure. that was all about pride mm. and vandalism. And I wasn't a believer, but I just knew something wasn't right. Sure. With it. Yeah. So I never got into it. But I loved it. Right. I loved it. Loved I loved the style, about the it. culture. That's yeah. Crazy. That's but awesome. Yeah, um, so yeah, God used skateboarding to keep me from all that before I even knew him. Cool. Him, yeah. He uses everything, right? Yeah. Cool. Well, let's let's move move on. Uh, so we mentioned that you you worked for Mercedes for ten years, and then at some point you took that leap. Uh, you worked for Obey too. You took that leap full went full artist mode. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about what went into making that decision, and a, a decision that a lot of people probably were like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. And you I just felt like twice. I'm going for it. So yeah. what what went into that? Yeah, leaving Mercedes, people are like, what are you doing? And then leaving Obey, people are like, what are you doing? Christians, family. But um, I I would never, I've had not too many jobs, you know, because I've I've been part of my jobs for a long time, the jobs that I did have. But I would never leave my job if I didn't hear from Holy Spirit Mm. that it was okay for me to quit. Right. So, because since, I don't know, since... um. Mercedes, which I don't know the years. This was probably over twenty years ago that okay. I worked for them. I worked for them for ten years, but but when I first started working for them, I was a believer. But about eight years into the ten years is when um, I was baptized by the Holy Spirit, hmm. and that's when my life changed. That's when it wasn't about what Christians are doing and what they're saying. It was what Holy Spirit was saying and what the Bible says. And because there was things before this happened, there was things I'd be reading in the Bible and I'm like, God, I don't see this in my life. Like, mm. what is this, you know? Right. And um, not anything against the church I was at. The, I'm so grateful for the churches that I've been at because because of Calvary, like the word is in me. Sure. You know, like just... The way they teach it, it, it's amazing. Their Bible studies are amazing. So, mm. but I wasn't seeing a lot of, of um, just some of the gifts of the Spirit sure. at my church. So I didn't know what it was. And I, when we, when actually both my wife and I, when we got saved, we we started going to Calvary. And we were there for 15 years. So that's all okay. we knew was Calvary. We didn't know anything sure. about Calvary. Right. And um, but then reading on my own and seeing things in the Bible where I'm like, God, I don't see that in my life. Hmm. I don't see people being healed. I don't right, see people right. being set free from demons. I don't see people, just, just a lot of miracles I wasn't yeah. seeing. Does that even happen today still yeah. kind of thing? And, yeah. And so as I'm just reading this and saying and, and just praying on my own time, like I, just one day out of nowhere, Holy Spirit just came on me and I didn't know what this was because hmm. I, I just didn't know what this was. Yeah, at the right. Time. It was new, and um, and everything changed. Like, it, like he he he, it, he came on me, and I was just crying, hmm. and I didn't know what was happening. I was like, God, what is this? Yeah, I was worshiping him at the same time, and not being able to speak. Wow. 
And this was, it's funny because this was out of Calvary Chapel on a worship night. I just sat in the back of the huh. room and, and just worshiping. And this happened. And I've never heard of this before. And then one of my best friends at the time, like, he said something to me after and I couldn't talk. And he knew what it was. I didn't. And, uh, but then ever since that, like, everything in my life changed. Sure. It, was, right. it was no longer, like I said, I was hearing Holy Spirit. I was hearing Jesus, mm. you know, not out right. loud, but just in my mind, in my heart, just knowing it was him. Right. And now listening to his voice instead of this is what Christians do. This right. is what the Bible says to do. So I'm going to do Or even it. what you say to do. This yeah. is what I'm going to do with my yeah. life. <laughs> so it was so, so now I just got to talk to Jesus every day awesome. you know, and hear back from him and, and know it was him. The more I talked to him, the more I knew his voice, mm -hmm. the more I knew what I could trust and what I couldn't trust. What was me? What was him? What was the enemy? Yeah. Um, just from talking to him. Daily. Sure. And in that moment, was that where you felt like God was like, boom, so you to no, do so, the leap of faith? No, not yet. Not okay. Yet. So, so um, I was at Mercedes and this is when this happened. Like I said, probably nine years into Mercedes because my last year was terrible. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. After, yeah. And it was the day after the baptism of the Holy Spirit hmm. went to work thinking it was just going to be a normal day. Right. Like I've been, and I started working on a car, and then I just started feeling all this crap, like all this huh. junk, like all this, these, these feelings I've never felt before. Hmm. We didn't know how to explain them to you because I've never dealt with this right. stuff, you know? But um, this was amazing because after this is a too long story but i'll try to give you a short version but after like four hours of just feeling all this stuff i couldn't even work hmm. I, I wanted to like cry actually i did i went outside and i was just praying for like 10 minutes huh. like what is going on yeah what it came out of nowhere on? nobody yeah. was talking to you no, or no, no, huh. i just got to work and that happened and i went back into the shop there's 120 technicians it's right. the big, biggest dealership in the world yep and i'm like going crazy on the inside I come back into the shop and I was like, God, what is this? Like, what is this? And or actually I had the piece outside when I came back in, all of a sudden it came Interesting. back on me again. Interesting. And I didn't know what it was. And after, like I said, four hours of this, like, like I just heard go, like Jesus tell me so clearly, like, Damon, why do you always make things about yourself? Mm. And I was like, oh my gosh, God, I'm so sorry. Who is feeling like this so that I can pray for them? Huh. And he showed me who it was oh, in the wow. shop. And so I got to speak to that that guy after work. Yeah. Like he, he saw me. He was a friend of mine. And he saw me. And he's like, hey, what's up? And I was like, hey, I need to talk to you. And No way. And, and um, he's like, you want to talk right now? I was like, let's just talk after work, you know? And so I went about the day. And that stuff was still there. But now I knew what it was. Sure. It wasn't right. me. And I was right. praying for my friend. But then at the end of the day, I went and shared with him, like, everything. And this was all new, so I didn't know how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and I just shared everything that I felt, everything that I went through, everything that I right, did. Right, right. And then how God said it was him. Hmm. And he says, everything that you just talked about is how I felt the last three years of my life every day. Wow. And I'm like, bro, this is why Jesus came. Yeah. So I don't have to deal with this crap. Amen. And, and then so from that day on, every day right god was telling me about someone else in the shop no way so so it and this was the amazing part is i didn't wait till after work anymore i didn't care anymore because because 
I'm no longer like at my job, even the job today. Mm-hmm. Like my job is not art. My job wasn't in the skate world. My job wasn't at Mercedes Benz. My job is the people around me. Mm. And God used cars to get me in their life. God used skateboarding to get me in this life. God used right. art to get me to other cities wow. to meet people on the street. Because mm-hmm. that's my job. Right. My job isn't like like. We'll get into that story later. So the Mercedes <laughs> one. Sure. I went through all. I went through all the, the 120 guys. God was just showing me things about them. So many amazing stories. I didn't talk to all of them because it wasn't, it's not my job to go and help Jesus and to go and right. help this person. It's my job to listen to the Holy Spirit. If he says mm. to go speak, then I speak. Right. If he doesn't, then I just pray. Mm. Um, and so falling in love with art at the same time working at Mercedes, um, this is all going on. Every time I went to work, it felt like I was in hell because I would make these feelings about me because we mm. all have problems. We all struggle. Sure, we all, sure, right. There's something going on. So we make it about ourselves. But instead of putting our eyes on Jesus and he's telling us about the people around us so right. that we can love them, we can fight for them, we can intercede for them, not Amen. to fix them, yep. but just to be a Christian around mm-hmm. them, you know? And then when Spirit says speak, we get to, to, to go talk to them and see them change right in front of your eyes. I see people change in front of my eyes daily, Man. daily, you know, and, and so at Mercedes, I hurt my back outside yeah. of work playing with okay. my kids. So I was on disability for two months because I couldn't yeah. bend over. I right. couldn't work right. my back. So I started painting again. Okay. And that's when, um, I, I fell in love with art again and I was still praying for the guys at the shop. And I remember just being in an MRI machine and I didn't want to go back to that work. Sure. Because, super long story, but I didn't want to go back to that work. And um, and I just remember, like, just like being out of work, guys. Like, you don't have to be there to pray for them. And I was like, oh, right, you know. So I just mm. kept going with yeah. the guys, you know, kept praying for for the rest of the guys. And I remember I was in an MRI machine for my back, and I was praying for the last guy. And as soon as I finished praying, he's like, okay, you can leave there now. Like, I just felt that, and I was like, oh, Leave Mercedes. Leave Mercedes, mm. yeah, because I wasn't happy there. Yeah. We weren't doing well there, and, yeah, it just wasn't a healthy place. Sure. Except for that whole year of learning how to pray for others. Because, sure, yeah. Because, like, if I wasn't praying for the person that God was trying to, that God was speaking to me about, it felt like I was in hell. Like, Interesting. It felt like I was in you were those feeling those feelings, those, those people feeling feeling were feeling. But yeah. Like, but, like, constant nonstop and it wouldn't go away until I stopped thinking about myself looking to God and then sh- and then God sharing me this is who it is hmm. and putting them first and praying for them awesome. but then hoping to get to speak to them you know sure and um and so that year of that like the best part about that is when I quit Mercedes that never stopped because hmm. I was forced to pray I had right. no choice to pray yeah you know and 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 just to hear from God about other people, I had no choice. Because if I wasn't praying, I was feeling like crap. Hmm. So when I left that place, and now, after a year, I'm just constantly talking to Jesus in my head. Hmm. So wherever I go, if I walk into a room, I could be talking, I could be having a conversation right. with someone, and they have my full attention, but 
I'm like listening in the room. Sure, right. Like Holy Spirit's showing you what to say, what yeah, to ask. In the room for this person, you know, for like sure. what, what's going on around me. And um, because as a Christian, anywhere that we go, we're there for a reason. Right. It could be, it could be a coffee shop. It could yeah. be the gas station. There's someone on the other side of the pump that needs to be set free, hmm. that needs to get their eyes on God, or that needs Jesus. Yeah. You know, and, Amen. and that's what we're here for as yeah. Christians. As Christians, if I go about my day just doing my work, right? what's the point of me being here? You know, like, yeah. but I can well go about said. my day doing my work and be in a conversation with Jesus. So when someone comes up, he just tells me right about them. Right. So that's why we're here, you know, yeah. to see people. It's almost this 24-hour submissive, like, I'm doing my life, but yeah. at the same time, like, Lord, you already know this person. You have a plan. Totally. So totally. Tell, tell me what to do. <laughs> so, yeah. So that, and, um, and then, like I said, I fell in love with art again. So I'm painting on disability at home, mm-hmm. painting just hours and hours throughout the day, more than eight hours a day yeah. I was painting. That was like my alone time with Jesus. With the family, we'd go to sleep, and I'd go to the garage and just paint cool. and hang out with God, and he would show me stuff about art. That's awesome. And, um, and then my art started selling. And then I was making just as money with art as I was at Mercedes. And I was wow. like, this is crazy, you know? Yeah. And so um, so that's when I was able to quit and went into full-time skateboard ministry and still doing art. And, um, and working for, after about six months of not working, just doing uh-huh. art and skateboard ministry, I started working for some skateboard companies. Cool. Doing art for them and just doing different things, graphics and and then managing a couple of skateboard teams. And, um, but at the same time, like, like knowing that, 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 um, my job is always the people. Sure, sure. So it doesn't matter what I'm doing. Like, my job is the person next to me. But also knowing that, um, that I'm not stuck where I'm at. Right. You know, like, like a lot of people maybe even listening that aren't happy at their job first of all their job is their one of their biggest ministries and that's Mm. where we get to to be a christian and that's where we get to be a light and just love people right not share the gospel but be the gospel Mm, you know and just love people and then hopefully a time comes up where we do get yeah you get into those questions yeah but if not you don't force it like you you just it happens naturally you just love people and people come to you and start asking right. you questions well and that was jesus right totally. <laughs> people flocked to him because totally. they knew something was different about him and he had a a joy like you said a yeah. life a love that was different compared to anything they'd ever met so when you know and this isn't this isn't um pride but when you know who you are in jesus and he just blows your mind away people right. come to you yeah. <laughs> and ask you about God. Like, it's like, I, I and, 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 and a lot of that happened because when I was reading the Bible and I was reading about Paul and Silas in jail and the doors were open and they didn't escape and the guard came in and was going to kill himself. And then Paul says, don't do that. We're still here. And then the guard said, what must I do to be saved? Mm. Paul didn't give him the right. gospel. Right. You know, he, and the guy says, what must I do to be saved? And I was like, and when I was reading that, I was like, God, like, 
that's never happened to me. Hmm. Like, how come people don't see my life and ask me what must I do to be saved? Right, right. Like, God, I want that. Hmm. I want to be able to just have a life that people see sure, and see sure. you. And, and, and ever since I prayed that, it's crazy how many times it happens now. Right. You know? <laughs> and, and so, like, like, I'm going I'm to pause you right there because I know that we could go on forever. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that yeah. is the story of Jesus in our life. Um, but man, that is so, that's, I mean, and that like sets the tone obviously through yeah. your parenting and, and where you're at now, it sounds like. Uh, so going, getting back into kind of family. Um, so every episode that we do on Rad Dads, um, you know, elementary dad, junior high dad, I've done a little bit of, you know, foster to adopt dad. Um, I did, uh, and, uh, Blended family dad. So you are the artist dad yes. to those, uh, you know, who are in that the art world. Um, so going back to, we kind of mentioned it, has it been easy to share your appreciation of art with your family? And what does that look like? Yeah, I think um, it's, it's super easy because it's just a part of me. Yep. You know, it, it's like, a, um, it's a gift that God has given me. And so it's just always been there. So it's not like I have to share this with them. It's that it's just there. It's yeah. in our house. It's just part of me. It doesn't so they, feel forced. Yeah. So they see it and, and it's right because they do get to see um, their dad being a full-time artist, hmm. which kind of gives them the ability to live their dreams. Hmm. You know, like this. They, right. They you're see, doing it. <laughs> yeah. You know, they see their dad like, like doing what he loved to do since he was my son's age. Hmm. and still doing it and providing for the family sure to sure. where a place where to where that's a place where like um they don't know anything else hmm. they don't see their parents unhappy or not wanting hmm. to go to work right you know and it's not because we're hiding anything it's just because we we really do like we said earlier just god what do you want to do today and and he just like he and they've seen they've seen when it's slow they've seen god provide in the most amazing ways and they've seen like i said just just their parents running after jesus doing what they love hmm. and not not speaking about it but doing it sure you know yep. and and that to me um is everything because i look at my kids and i just don't understand how I am so lucky, hmm. you know, like, like, yep. like I'll be, I, I do my art at nighttime. It'll be like 1030 at night. And right. I just hear my daughter playing her guitar and singing worship songs in her bedroom. And then I, I someone just sent me a clip of my son on Sunday in kids church, like just on his knees, worshiping Jesus wow. with his hands up in the air. And I'm just like, Ooh, like that's awesome, man. And it's not like, <laughs> and, and people ask like, I get this question a lot, like, like, like you did it right, or how did you do it? Right, what do right. you do? And I'm like, guys, I'm no different. Sure. I'm no yep. different. I didn't do anything. I didn't, we didn't have our family Bible studies and prayer times. Those are amazing. And we've done them. Right. And we've tried to do them, and they don't happen. And, and it's always so different. But their par- the kids see their parents loving people and taking care of people and praying for people. And it's never, it's never weird. It's just right, normal. Right, right. So they, so their kids just, our kids are just seeing their parents just being normal. Sure. And this is the outcome of them, just 
being normal and right, loving Jesus right. and praying and I, seeing miracles. I just did an interview with, um, sorry to interrupt you, um, no, you did. just did an interview with a, a pastor of mine. <clears throat> I'd love for you to listen to it, but he that's what he gets into. He's, he's like, we need more parents who have not just not you're not just teaching the faith and the rights and wrongs, but you're showing them a compelling faith yeah. that is simple, yeah, and, and it, totally. it's good, and you're seeing the life, the love of Jesus, and uh, I, I just feel like it sounds like you guys are doing it, like which I think ultimately starts with like you know how much you're loved yeah. by Christ, yeah. and now you're you're replicating that towards the people around you, and like that's it is walking in love, right? Walking in Jesus, which is walking in love. So I, I love it. It sounds like it's just, and it's, like you said, just keeping it so simple. Yeah, you know, and keep it shouldn't it, be overcomplicated. Trusting Jesus, trusting Jesus as much as you can. You know, like if my son comes up to me, which he does, and he says, "Hey, we need to go pray for that guy's ankle." Hmm. I'm like, we don't know this guy, but all yeah, right, let's right. Go. right. You know, like, <laughs> like, let's go, and then we'll just go and talk to him, and then sometimes it's right, sometimes it's not, but let's go pray for him. And, sure, and that's just normal for my kids. Wow. And it's not, it's not, um, gosh, it's not weird. It's not forced. It's right. not, it's not like I have to go do this mm-hmm. because we're Christians. Right. It's like, man, that's just part of us. We sure like as a family, my wife, me, we just run after Jesus and we just are hungry for him and hungry for the fear of God and his righteousness mm-hmm. and everything else takes care of itself. Sure. Like God takes care of everything right when you just focus on jesus hmm. not anything not trying to get anything because we do that and not we don't even know it there'll be times i'll be praying or i'll be worshiping him or just like i said just praying thanking him and then he'll ask me hey like what are you thanking me for right now and i'm like this is what you told me to do <laughs> you know and, and then he'll ask me again i'm like god i'm like i'm just thanking you for everything you know for just for who you are and and then, and then he'll like say it again. I'm just like, okay, what am I thinking him for? Like, and I'll like check my heart and check myself and yep. And I'll be like, oh my gosh, God, I was thanking you right now because I wanted you to do this, hmm. and I didn't even know that. I didn't even know I was yeah. worshiping you because I wanted this. And he says, just worship me because checking your ulterior uh, yeah. motives, right? And I didn't even know they were there. And we all we you all know? do it, yeah. And and so like like, just and then being very transparent with the kids, you know, for like, sure. Just just they see it all, they 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 hear it all, and it's again, it's not like trying to teach them. It's just it's not reading this and then trying to teach this to the kids. It's mm. like, it's just, we get to live this out and right. the kids see it sure. and they know right. that it's real. Yeah. I don't have to, we don't have to prove to the kids that any of this is real because it's just normal. To They're them. experiencing it. Yeah. yeah. Ah, man. So yeah, the kids just seeing their parents living or seeing the, watching their parents is everything. Yeah. That's everything. Right. You know, awesome. it could be good or bad. That's awesome, man. Um, it's so funny again how this can, they connects so much to to my interview with uh, his name's Alan Frau, and uh, he uh, did our international dual citizenship. Dad, he grew up in South Africa and is now raising his kids here. And so, uh, yes, yeah, so like my, this, that, that those are part of the pieces, right? God yeah. is like connecting all these things. So yeah, and so and so my kids, one loves music and photography, and, yeah, and we're just pouring into that, run after that. Uh-huh. You know, she's doing internships. <clears throat> 
she's taking classes she's taking photos she's yeah we're introducing her to any friends that we have that she can go just be with and learn with yeah one's super crafty and and with just making stuff but then also like her digital stuff is amazing and her, yeah her stuff that she does on the computer is amazing. so we just like pouring to that yeah you know and our son still loves everything and but like sure just supporting them and what they love knowing that i'm doing what i did when i was four years old five mm. years old and like and god is providing like crazy through this like so like know who you are sure believe in yourself and don't settle for less is what mm. the kids know right you know and trust jesus you yeah know? right he put that love in you for sure and he put the desires in you of what you want to do and he's going to bring them out and he's mm. going to provide and take care of us in everywhere, everywhere cool amen awesome so we're talking about family let's keep going that route uh so to give some some context for those who are listening me and damon are neighbors and really we're getting to know each other right now <laughs> the yeah. most we ever have uh and we have a mutual friend uh that kind of originally connected us but uh his uh one of his daughters ginger uh babysits for us for our home group um at church we have a midweek group and, and ginger's awesome and our kids love her and she watches them while we meet and study the word with some other people from our church. Uh, but getting to, into your family and kind of the homeschooling world, uh, could you share a little bit of how you and your wife came to that decision and what you most like about it? Yeah. Um, I, again, it was 11 years ago, 12 years ago, that we came to the decision. So uh -huh. I can't remember the exact reasons other than... Um, my wife, I, I, actually, she, it's funny because she has her master's in teaching, but everything that she learned, she had to unlearn to homeschool because okay. it's Interesting. so different. Right, it's yeah. so different. You go from teaching 30 kids to teaching one, you know, and, and, um, but every day, like, I'm just reminded of how lucky we are to homeschool the kids because mm -hmm. I see kids all over the place and I see the way my kids talk. And I see the way my kids just do stuff, and I know that's because of my wife and homeschooling. I I'm mm. not much a part of the homeschooling. Sure. Because um. I yeah I don't even know how I graduated high school. Yeah. So, <laughs> the Lord, right? <laughs> the Lord. I'm definitely not. Um, I don't know. Just just worldly. There's no worldly smarts in me. Yeah. You know. Um, but um, my wife is amazing like amazing to be able to homeschool with three kids we have a 12th grader a freshman and a kid right no first grader okay she's doing all of that you know yeah <laughs> and then running my business like the business side of sure sure yeah so she's amazing and i see my kids the way they act the way they talk they're just like they're kids still right you know they're innocent right they're, right they're kids and and One of the not, gifts of homeschooling, I'm sure. 100%. And yeah. it's not that they're sheltered because we are out in the world. Right, right. We're in the streets daily. Mm -hmm. You know, so like my kids are not sheltered. Mm. You know, we do a lot of homeless ministry. We do a lot of just in the streets. Yeah. My job is in the streets. I'm in some pretty dirty areas a lot. Sure. But that's where I love to be. Right, yeah. You know? And I don't, like the kids come with me. Yeah. You know, and it's not like, like 
what are we gonna do if this happens? Because we just like, I can't wait for the craziness to happen around us. Right. Yeah. Because then my kids get to see Jesus show up. Sure. You know? Yeah. And you're not concerned with things that are out of your control because you know who is in control. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. You know this this person can't affect me, mm. but we can affect them in an amazing way. Man, that's and I want powerful. My kids to see this. Sure. You know, so they get to go with us everywhere. They see this because of homeschooling. Right. Like if right. I have to go somewhere. Homeschooling is the best. Like we sure. go, and my wife takes them to museums, takes them to Man. to just different places that yeah that they want that would be amazing, and they just do school there. Cool. It's a little harder now because um, our oldest does take college classes, so she does have to be somewhere. Right, right. And she has two jobs, but um, but yeah, it's been the best decision ever. It's it's not easy. Mm-hmm. It, it's um the kids still don't want to do school most of the time and um, <laughs> that's that's some real life, life for you <laughs> yeah like it's still, still school it's still, school. <laughs> still work and and um and they don't know what normal school is like yeah not that homeschool is not normal it's pretty normal in Orange County right now. yeah no kidding but um they don't know what public school is like you know so they they don't know how good they have it right but at the same time it's like man like what my wife gets to teach them what they're learning and 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 you cater to each one so each one is different sure each each of the three so differently around what they are just like what what inspires them or what they love to do so Mm -hmm. she like changes the courses for them but then we also are part of a charter so they do meet with other students and they do to their testing over here and so we're, we're just all over the place yeah but it's it, it's the best. I wouldn't yeah. have it any other way. Cool. I wouldn't have any other way. Homeschooling for my family is the best thing ever. Like cool. for my kids, for my kids. Sure. Just for for them. Maybe not for my wife, but for my kids. <laughs> the best thing ever. Oh, that's awesome, man. And it sounds like you're like and your job how cool is it that your job works with that? Like the, yeah. that, the, like you said, that gets them also out, gets them that experience yeah. of the world and of culture and that your wife and you get to do that together yeah. where that is not a typical experience uh, yeah. that a lot of kids would have. No, totally. And then it's right because me and my wife get to work together too. Like besides her doing the stuff that I can't do, like the emails and, and just, I, I would lose all, most of my jobs if, if, I didn't have her. Sure. Know, like, sure. Yeah. With the clients and right. stuff and sending out emails and doing all the tax stuff. Cool. But, um, um, but if a big job comes up, like a huge mural, then she'll come and work with me. Oh, cool. So that's pretty rad. Yeah. That's she'll awesome. Work with me for like four or five days out of the week. And, oh, cool. So she does a little bit with you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. On some of the bigger ones. Yeah. Okay. On the bigger ones. Do the kids okay. like come along too or? No, they, um, my mom will probably watch. Okay. The youngest and Sydney and Ginger are fine. Sure. You know, they could do school on right, their own, right. but they don't unless yeah. Michelle's there. Great, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, she gets to work with me. And and when I'm not working, I'm at home. You know, cool. or we're out at the skate park. Right. Or we're going somewhere like that. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I got to talk to you more about just that process and how it started for you for homeschooling. We're, you know, my daughter's four and we're just about yeah. to get re- into like, what where, where are we gonna put her and Lord where do you want her? Yeah, yeah. And is it homeschooling? Is it public, private, charter, or something in between? You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I mean, 
man, for my family, it's just the best. Homeschooling cool. is the best. And there's there's funds. There's so much that you can do right. homeschooling. And especially California. Yeah. I've yeah. talked with my, my uh, sister in Tennessee, and she'd be all about it. Um, and she is. She is mm-hmm. doing that. But it is, it's a harder because she's not funded. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where California, there's money that you can do that. Totally. So if, Our kids yeah. take skate class. They take music class. Right. They take, yeah. They take that's so wild classes, to me. <laughs> and that's funded through the state. Like you right. Said, you know? Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Uh, it's funny because the next question I was going to say is, how has your faith and relationship with Jesus Christ, Damon, played a role in your art as well as being a father? But that's the whole interview has been about that, and I yeah. love that. Uh, that's, that's, that's a rad one because um, when it comes to the art, it's, um, say, a, a park in Anaheim. The city of Anaheim wants me to paint a park in Anaheim. Sure. Yeah. I'll go to that park a week before uh-huh. and just be praying. Cool. Just be walking around and talking to the neighbors because every art piece that I do, it's going to be different because right. it's for that neighborhood, right, it's for that right, person, right, right. it's for whatever it's for. And But there's prayer that goes into it. There's worship that goes into it. And as mm. I'm drawing, as I'm creating, I'm praying, and Holy Spirit's giving me stuff to draw. That's awesome. You know, so, so it doesn't matter if it's going to someone's house or if it's going on the side of a building. It doesn't matter if it's a logo Mm. Or if it says something about Jesus, most of them don't say something about Jesus, mm-hmm. but they're going to get 100% Holy Spirit filled art mm. and people are going to feel it. They sure. Do. I get emails, I get texts, I get messages of just like, it, it's crazy the message mm. I get about the artwork. And it's not because it, they're getting this amazing art piece, which they will get. Sure. But it's because there's Holy Spirit 100% right. behind it. He's and so much part worship of. and prayer that went into that piece before I even started drawing it. Hmm. For the client. Sure. For the people that are going to walk by it. Right. And because like, and I've seen this, I've seen this, and I'll tell you the story because I prayed this and I'm like, God, man, if you pray, it's ridiculous. God answers and you're just like, right. are you kidding me? So I prayed, I'm like, God, I want people to see my artwork then give their lives to you. Wow. Without talking. <laughs> No way. You know, that's kind of like that Paul Paul moment in prison, totally, right? You're totally. that's what you're praying for. And so I'm praying for this, and I remember being, um, I went and I, this has happened a couple times, but I was um, painting in Huntington Beach with a friend of mine. Just we just went and set up and painted, and I just wanted to paint Jesus's face, you know, and mm. and my version of it, like which sure. is more like a tattooed looking version. Okay. And then there was some graffiti around it too, whatever God had me put. I think it was love. Okay. And then there was a, I think it just said love. Okay. And then his face was right next to it. And you're going to have to share some of those pieces if you have pictures. So oh, I can yeah. kind of yeah, like yeah, yeah. connect that with you and, uh, totally. Yeah. I'll share that one for sure. Just yeah. For, and, um, but as I'm painting it, someone walks up to me and they're like, I don't know why. They're like, I was like 50 feet away just walking by, but I seen this. And I had to come talk to you. No way. Yeah, and then and then I got to share Jesus with them, and they give their lives to Jesus right there. But then, what? but then <laughs> another guy comes, and he's sitting behind me, and I like, and I'll stop any painting that I'm doing. I'll stop and talk for four hours with sure. people because that's why I'm right, here. That's why you're there. I'm not here to paint. Yep. I'm here to meet this person. Every job that I do, it's not a, it's not about the art. It's a, there's always. A reason I'm there right and right. it's always a person because that's what we are we're Christians and we're supposed to be 
right? Life of the world. Yes. Salt and so light. So this kid's behind me, uh, probably 20, around that age, and he's just watching me paint. And I seen him, and I went over them, and I just started talking to him, and um, and I couldn't believe it. Even though I asked Jesus for this, I couldn't believe what just happened. Uh, and um, and he tells me he's like, I just give my life to Jesus right now. What? And, and he I'm, hadn't even talked to him. No, no, I didn't <laughs> talk to him yet. And I look around, and I'm like, What do you mean? Right. You know. And then he's like, I just was watching you, and I give my life to Jesus. And I was like, Man, I was like, Okay, now there's this thing called repentance. And I yeah, started sharing that, and right. he's like, and he's like, I already did that, and I'm like, how? Right. Like, no one was with you. Yeah. Like no one talked to you. He's like, I just came out of Jesus, and I repented of just the stuff that I've been doing. Yeah. And I was like, this is crazy. Right. You know. And and so so, <laughs> like, this is what I get to do every day with with paint. Paint is just, it's it's how I worship when I'm at yeah. church, and we're worshiping. Right. I just wish I had cans in my hand to paint. Yeah. You know, just, just, it's just a way that I get to worship Jesus. For sure. But it, more importantly, it's a way that I get to just... When I was at Mercedes-Benz, God told me, you're going to travel the world, paint murals, and talk about me on the streets. So I wow. knew what I was going to do 15 years before I even started no doing way. it. I just knew it, I, I right. knew it was coming. Sure. And I didn't even spray paint at the time. I didn't, huh. I've never spray painted before that. Wow. Just drawn. Always drawn. And then one time when I was on disability and I was painting, God said, you spray paint. Again, I'm not hearing God's voice sure. out loud. I'm, I'm, I'm just like, just praying in my mind, just in my heart, just talking to Jesus. And I feel those words and I hear them and I know it's real and I know it's him. Mm. So I go and buy spray paint and I come back and I just started spray painting. And I was like, I'm never painting with anything else again. I just fell in wow. love with it right away, yeah. right away. And then, um, but already knowing that, like that boy, that, that, that young man, that's why I'm there. Yep. I'm not there to paint. So any job that I do, that's just how God gets me to different places. That's sure. how he provides for my family. But that's, I'm supposed to be there for the people on the street. So anyone that comes up to talk, I'll spend hours with them, mm. hours with them just to talk to them. And it's the main, it's mainly cause I mean, Christians alone don't even know their purpose and identity they don't even know what god is saying about them sure so how much more just people on the streets that that don't know who they are for sure you know so i get to go to the streets and tell people like no this is who you are right you know i know you know because i know where i fail i know where right. i fall short but that's not who i am mm -hmm. you know but if but if i didn't have god i'd believe that's who right. i was right you know so i get to be on the streets Telling people, no, this is who you're created to be. That's and see amazing. that through God's eyes and share that with them. And then I go back to painting. Right, right. And someone else comes. <laughs> and, and it's just like, that's like, that's, 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 that's living right there. It's just fun for me, you know? I think that, you know, a word, and I mentioned it before, that kind of keeps coming to my mind is just like submission to the Lord. And like that, that can be a word that is, that you're kind of fearful of, um, because it really comes down to laying your own plans down, your own life, your own interests. And you think that like, if I do that, it's just going to suck. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But when you do that and you submit to the Lord and his plan for your life, just like you said, he already knows you. He yeah. knows your thoughts, your dreams, your interests. He's given you, you know, a desire and interests and thoughts. And he's got an amazing plan. And when you step into that and just trust him, it's 
it's it's what you hoped for and even more. Yeah, you know, totally. and you're doing it. And, that's and awesome. it's for the family too. You know, yeah. it's like 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 I don't, he's got your family. Yeah, he's got you. He's got your wife. He's got your kids. There's nothing <clears throat> that you need to try to do to make happen. That's mm. just he's got us. Yeah, it's he's reality. just good. He's just amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's so we get to go and just worship him. Right. And as we worship him, he just speaks to us. For like, sure. Hey, go do this. Go talk to that guy. You know, and then he just takes care of his children yeah. like crazy. He's got like the rest crazy. from there. Yeah. Cool. Well, hey, to close us out, could you give us, uh, and I think we, I think anybody listened to this has already gotten a number of different nuggets, which is amazing. But could you share maybe two or three pieces? If you could kind of sum it up into, I know it's hard, <laughs> two or three points. Uh, just kind of parenting advice uh, for any parents, mm. dads, artist dads listening in um, that you and your wife um, just, uh, I don't know, I've, I've obviously lived by. Yeah, I, I think we've, I've gone over it a couple of times, but just 100% trusting God when you can, yeah. because our eyes do come off of God and we do forget yeah, about him. Right. But, but I, I think that just live in the moment live present with your kids mm. and see them the way Jesus sees you parent them the way Jesus takes care of us mm. speak to them the way Jesus speaks to us and and it's always through the filter of love it's right. always through the filter of seeing them the way Jesus sees them you know when 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 something comes up and you feel like you need to correct something. I'm not saying you can't correct something that they're doing wrong. Right. But just do it in love. Sure. And see it the way we've been corrected by Jesus. Correct your kids the way he did that mm. to us. Look to him now. And because not out of fear, but out of love. Right. So just parent out of love. And I, gosh, like love is correcting. Love right. is right. is setting them like doing the right thing you know mm-hmm. like and and punishing them at times if needed but think of the way that Jesus speaks to us sure and takes care of us he's never it's never out of being impatient it's never right. out of out of rage or bitterness no, or, you know yeah. it, and and his loving kindness is what brings us to repentance. Right. Yeah, 100%. So when you do that with the kids, they're going to see that and want to change on their own. Hmm. You know, because if you try to force it, it's not real. Right. You know, but if you love them through it and speak them through it, you see them change in front of you. For sure. You know, you see yeah. that change. So parent them the way Jesus takes care of us. I love it. Cool, man. Uh, well, hey, thank you again, Damon. And I, I, I feel like this is the first of many... Uh, chats um, yes. outside of it, um, the uh, the screen and the mic but uh, uh, it sounds like that you got you guys are just doing such a great job with your kids and keep trusting the Lord like you mentioned yes. be present yes. love them uh, and uh, yeah would you mind uh, just praying uh, yeah. praying us out for any anybody listening in yeah yeah cool. God thank we you. just thank you for just your presence everywhere God right here but with the people listening with the people watching God, fill them, Holy Spirit, just a baptism of the Spirit over them. Let them just feel your peace and your joy. Let them feel just you, God. Let them hear you. 
Let them see you in a new way. God, I pray for a, a, an upgrade in their life spiritually, physically. God, just abundance over them in your love, in the hunger for you. Financially, physically, God, just health over them. And God, we just, we just speak. God, I pray that they hear your voice speaking to them about who they are, God. Yeah. Their purpose on this earth, God. Because they matter and they are worth so much to you, God. God, speak to them. Let them know yeah. how valuable and why they're here. Why they're here, God. So they can just go in freedom and be victorious and be just filled with you and just want to love people. So, God, I just thank you for changing us. God, and I just pray right now that people see their identity and their purpose and they just hear your voice. God, this isn't about us. This is about you. It's about your words, your love. God, you just, just you. You do it all. And we get to just be the mouthpiece, the mouthpiece and the hands. God, just, just, we surrender. And I thank you for your mercy is new every second of the day for everyone listening Yesterday doesn't matter. Tomorrow doesn't matter. Just be with Jesus right now, yeah. and he's got you. He's got you. He's so got good. your tomorrow. He's got your family. Trust him. He's got you. Everything that you need, he has it. Just run after Jesus and watch him just take care of you and your family and just, just blow your mind daily on the stuff that he does. So God, we just thank you for your grace, your mercy, your love. And we just love you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yeah.